Hey guys, and welcome to Wholescale, the podcast for real estate investors and agents where we talk about how to generate more leads, convert more of them into deals, and all of the failures we've had while bringing iSpeed to lead from zero to 10 million in sales. I've made well over 100,000 cold calls in real estate, but I mean, when you put it into perspective, it's not quite as much as you think. 500 dials a day, 200 days, there's your 100,000. Um, but for a large period of that time, I had little to no method to my madness, and I am so certain that my results suffered. So once I figured out a really efficient system, oh my gosh, my results improved drastically. So today, I'm going to be covering exactly how to create a very efficient data marketing machine that will convert. I don't want you guys to go through the long trials and tribulations that I did, so I will just lay it out for you. So first and foremost, what exactly is data marketing? Data marketing is any time where you are trying to contact a big list of data through any means necessary. So whether that is going to be cold calling, mass SMS, ringless voicemail, aka RVM, or uh, direct mail, anytime you've got a list of data, you're trying to contact them, that is data marketing. So when I first started my data marketing, I basically just pulled people into my triple line dialer called through them as much as I could, tried to talk to as many people as I could. Um, from there, I just tried to get deals off the bat. I don't even think I had a CRM at that point. So the only deals that were really available to me on my table are what we call unicorns, aka one call closes. Now, unicorns are fantastic. They can feed you for weeks. But the problem is they're spaced months apart. You can't create consistency from them. So what I knew that I needed to do was create consistency and where I started was figuring out what the actual goal of data marketing is. I'm sure that the answer that probably pops into your guys' mind is, well, I'm data marketing to get a deal, but actually that's wrong. Getting a deal is the overall goal of the business, but you need to break it down and be more granular for it. So in data marketing, all you're doing, the goal is to find people who actually want to sell their home. That's it. Those people are what are considered leads. Super simple. You're finding people that want to sell your home. And make no mistake, you can absolutely try and convert these people on that first call and try and get that one call closed. This is not to say that you aren't. But the goal of this that you should be targeting is finding people that actually want to sell. So when you've got this big list of data, what's the best way to find people who want to sell? So this is like the 1,000-foot view, and we're going to get more granular in a little bit. The first thing is you're going to be putting out a lot of volume. That's number one. Volume is going to be the best way to create results that you can control. So whether that's going to be a lot of texts, a lot of phone calls, whatever, whatever your method is, putting out a lot of volume. So when you're doing this volume, how do you make it more efficient? You do that by asking the important questions first. The most important question you can possibly ask is, do you want to sell your house? Because think, a lot of people, they hop on the phone when they're cold calling, and the first thing they try to do is start building rapport. I see so many people do it. Hey, how are you doing, man? I, I just checking in and seeing how you're doing. Oh, these, it's such a waste of time. Because think, what is the sense in building rapport with somebody, and they don't even want to sell their house? You're wasting your time. And if you want to do volume, time is money. So no is going to be your second best answer from the sellers. No, I don't want to sell my home. Cool. Get you out of my pipeline next. Yes is, of course, going to be your favorite answer, but the thing you never want to leave it at is maybe, and you want to get to a no or yes as soon as possible. So to recap what we covered, the goal of data marketing is to find leads, which are people who want to sell, and you're going to hunt those through putting out massive volume and targeted questions. 
So and, and just as a side note, everybody, I'm not going to be recommending any specific platforms to use. Whatever you're using is probably going to be sufficient, whatever you have. Um, and if you just Google good platforms, every single one works. It's just how you work the system. So now that we understand the function of data marketing and how you're going to be doing it, how do we systematize it? Because if you're just doing blind actions, you're going to get nowhere. The first thing that you need to do is you need to organize your data. So what is organized data? It is four things. Hey guys, quick interruption here. I truly hope that you're enjoying this podcast and finding it valuable because I put a ton of work into making it the best that I possibly could. So if you guys are finding value in it, it would mean the world to me if you could go and share it on either your Instagram story or Facebook story and tag me in it so that I can repost it. It would mean the world to me if you did it because I don't sell a course, I don't plan to sell a course, and this is going to be my pathway to giving back to the community that's given so much to me. Anyways, guys, we're going to get back to the show now. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go. First, it is data that is on demand. So these are things like, what are your numbers? What are your contact rates? How many leads did you generate? How many leads get contacted on the first attempt or second attempt or third attempt? What percentage respond by phone? What, what percent respond by text? All of these things you need to have at the very tips of your fingers. And if you don't, well, you can't draw insights, which brings us to number two, data gives you insights. So these are going to diagnose your problems, but also tell you what your opportunities are. You can see a hole in your data and realize, yo, I can create an efficiency here. I can win more. Or if something all of a sudden is going wrong and you don't know why, well, you take a look at your data and it's going to tell you what the problem is. So maybe, you know, you're getting way less leads. You dive in and you realize that your contact rates are way down and you think, okay, what can cause my contact rates to go down? Oh man, my phone numbers are all blocked. And now you get new phone numbers, your contact rates go up. But if you weren't tracking those numbers, well, you'd have no reason to know why your uh, contact rate went down. So that is going to be, uh, or, or why you're getting way less leads. So data is going to give you insights. And third, your data needs to be accurate. It can be relied upon. Because think, if you're going to go get a diagnosis from a doctor, and that doctor draws some blood, they send it off to the lab, but then the lab mixes up your blood with somebody else's and your blood has like cancer in it and the other person's blood is healthy and they, you know, give you back the data and say, yeah, you're healthy, you're fine. Well, you could be in a lot of trouble from that. Same thing with your business. Your data needs to be accurate. You need to be able to have uh, proper systems and tracking metrics and actually stick to those. So that way you can rely upon your data to make the proper diagnosis. And fourth, your data needs to be easily shareable for two main reasons. A is collaboration with other investors or people who you want to buy into your business. Your data needs to be something you can share with them and work together with them on. And the other thing is to use it as proof, whether that's proving to somebody that your machine works or whether that's proving to, you know, somebody in your business that, hey, this is why we do things. When you have your data easily shareable, it makes it super easy to be able to give these insights out to others. So now that we understand data, here is how we're going to organize our system. And this is exactly how you will build it out inside of yours. So if you don't have a pen and paper out, take it out now, because this is the important part. So very first, you start at the bottom, which is the end goal, finding a lead. So on your paper, right at the very bottom, goal, find a lead. From there, you're going to work your way up. So before you find a lead, what do you have to do? you need to call people or send an SMS. For my example, I'll use call. So we need to call people. Okay, so that's the next thing I'm going to write down. But before I can call somebody, 
I need to load them into the dialer. Okay, so that's the next thing I write down. Before I load them into the dialer, well, we need to have their phone numbers, of course, which is AKA skip tracing. So before we skip trace though, well, we need to get their records. So we're gonna pull a list. But before we can pull a list, well, we need to make a list search with the proper parameters. So whether we're doing for pre-foreclosures or vacancy or tax liens, whatever. So we're gonna be putting that up. So now that we've got this set up and we're thinking about it, huh, okay. Is there anything before we pull a list? I mean, log into the software, but that's probably not that necessary. Okay, well, maybe we have a process now. So from here, you can start to link things up and create steps. Well, step one is going to be search for X list in Y market using Z software. I'm gonna document that. Then we move to step two. I'm going to pull X number of records using this credit card, and I'm gonna, you know, make sure that it stays in this zone right here. Cool, that's step two. Now, step three, I'm going to move it to my skip tracing software and I'm going to skip trace it. And you can have that documented written out. So you see how that works, guys? You're creating a documented approach. This is something that you can repeat over and over and over again, which A, allows you to have consistency and B, it makes it something that's scalable and trainable because you can hire somebody to do a documented approach. If you don't have a documented approach and you try and hire somebody, well, there's no guarantee they can actually do it properly or they know exactly what you want. But what the most important step above all else in your data marketing is, is making contacts. So this is going to be the step five, six, seven, whatever it is. You're going to have all the steps before, but now it's time to make your contacts. So in order to create a really high level of efficiency with your data, you have to be able to know how used it is. So here's exactly how we're going to be efficiently contacting our data. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to create some sort of master spreadsheet. And this is going to be, this is going to contain all of the names of each of your lists. This isn't going to be a spreadsheet that has all of the records compiled. So it's not going to have names and addresses. This is only going to have the individual lists. So it would be like pre foreclosure pulled on 11 8 2022. That's the name of that list. And you have it sorted in there, right? That's on the master sheet. Next, what you're going to do is you're going to take your actions with the data. So whether that is going to be your calling, SMS, whatever, you're going to take your actions on it. Put the volume out. And what are you going to derive from those actions? Well, you're going to get your data back out. You're going to get things like how many contacts did you get? How many responses did your text messages did you get? What was your contact to lead ratio? You're going to get all these numbers out. And with those, you log that back on the master sheet. So you're going to have the name of it. And then you're going to say contact attempt one. I had 10% contact rate. I had X percent lead rate. And that is going to allow you to be able to track that through. So now that you've gone through, you've logged the data, you've contacted this list, right? Do you throw that list away and move to a new list? No. That list is not expended yet. Just because you went through it doesn't mean it's used up. So what you do is you load it back up and you do the exact same thing again. So you're going to do another blast of SMS. You're going to do another cold call wave on it. And you're going to again track the data. And what you do is you keep going through this data until the results are unacceptable. So what does that mean? Well, maybe the first time I cold called a list, I had a 10% contact rate. I was happy with that. The second time, I had a 7%. I'm still happy with that. The third time, I only had a 2% contact rate. And I'm not happy with that. That's not worth my time. 
So we throw that list away and now we know, okay, so for this type of list, I only call through it two times. And maybe I can create a more elaborate process where I'm going to call it once, twice, and once the calls are expended and these aren't getting the responses anymore, well, now I'm going to uh, do an SMS blast on it. What you do is you think of your data as this giant block of pay dirt. And what your system is here as you're contacting it, this is the sifter that is going to take all the gold nuggets out no matter how finite. And those gold nuggets are the leads. And those leads are going to turn into deals. But that's the system right there. You keep rolling it down through and through and through and through and through, and you're just going to be tracking your data until it's unacceptable. And once it's unacceptable, well, guess what you do? You start your entire process from step one, making your list. Step two, step three, step four, until you get to contact, roll through. You see how simple it is once you break it down? When you break it down and organize it, it is going to compound your results faster than you guys could ever imagine. So guys, that is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other episodes. This one is short and sweet. If you guys have questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Liam B. Closing and ask them to me there. We'll talk more, guys, but I'm going to end this off. Peace.